I'm just tired, Tony. I, I, I don't know what you want from me. She is tired. I wasn't enough for you then. Oh. I just want the scene of her wedding where this place is so legendary. It probably won't show it because it's not good. The show is Love After Lockup? Yeah, that's like my one of my number one shows. Okay, you doing the intro? Um, okay. Okay. I'll try it. It's all you. Okay. Who are we? What are we doing? <laughs> okay. This is the Motorcycle Scoop. It is a podcast about motorcycles and ice cream. I am Lynn. I'm Motorcycle Chris. Oh well, my god, that was really good. <laughs> I didn't think you say that was good enough and sarcastic, but I really no, need I that. No, I think that was, I think it was good. That was the best uh, it's ever been. Yeah. Thus far. Uh, all right, let's start the show. Uh, EICMA was uh, this week. That's the Milan Motorcycle Show. It's a motorcycle trade show. Where and all Bingo the... was his name. <laughs> I don't think Bingo was Italian. B R E M M. That break shit, you know? Yeah. I was trying so hard. Break like, the mold. How... I was like, how the fuck do I spell that? <laughs> Rough. Rough start. Uh, uh, it's, I, I've just, I've had like the, a time lately. Yeah. I've had a time. Uh, what bike stood out to you? Because I was really looking forward to the Aston Martin. Oh yeah, I saw that. Did I you did, see the Aston I did, Martin? It was like just concept art, right? There was no, that actually no, that's, what it was. That, that is a limited production. I knew it was out of 100. It's called the AMB01. Yeah, so it's not a concept. It's, no, it's I just a didn't know release. if that was the bike. You know, I wasn't, I know everyone's going to be shocked. I have been in Disney. I wasn't there in person at the show. So I I only saw a photo. So I yeah. didn't well, know yeah. if that was I mean, like concept art or an actual bike. A lot of grams. Um, so Aston Martin motorcycle, as a, a, I'm a big uh, 007 I know file. you are. I know you are. Uh, so for me, an Aston Martin motorcycle, I'm so excited about it. I mean, I think that's cool. Why not? Uh, sticker price is 129000 Pocket change. Uh, <laughs> If you have the largest Jinko pants on earth, that is fucking change. <laughs> I'll have to revive Chris oh, with fuck. my 87 inhalers over here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, so we, I, like, this is perfect. Like, this, that to me is a bike that makes sense. Like, we were talking about, that other bike that was like a hundred thousand. Oh, the expensive 000. electric yeah, bike. Yeah, and we were like, who the fuck ever heard of them? And we, we were talking about oh, yeah. the Lotus bike, which uh -huh. was like right around the same price, like $120,000. Yes. Like an Aston Martin bike, a hundred of them for $130,000, those will sell. That makes like, sense. You will, yeah. yeah, it makes total sense to mm -hmm. do that. Um, yeah, channel your inner Sean Connery, you know? But uh, one thing that surprised me, it only has 180 horsepower. That's not. A lot, but maybe... Well, no, they, it is a lot, but it's not a lot I thought for, it was going to be more. Yeah, like a super... I thought it was going to yeah. be, like, at least two. It's a lot for a bike that I would ride, but so, not for, like, an Aston Martin. It's a... It's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. A, they make supercars. Like, yeah. So, I'm a little... You wanted a super motorcycle. I wanted a super motorcycle, yeah. So, it's a... It, that, was, to me, I thought it might be a little underwhelming. Yeah. Um, but well, it has the look... shit. You're not going to own one anyway. It has the... <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. It has the. I, um, I, I'm gonna say could, that I do know it. <laughs> if I can live in it, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Uh, but it's very sleek. Uh, I posted a picture of it uh, today, actually, the day that we're recording. So on, our, a, on our Instagram? So there's a picture of it oh, on our Instagram. Oh, okay. I'll have to go look at it. Um, and it definitely has, like, that classic, like, blue, like, silvery blue. Yeah, I like, can picture it in my DB8 head. DB8 vantage, like, so, and it looks good. It looks good. Nice. I'm, I'm, I think they did really well. I think that 100 is the right number for a limited release like that. Very similar to the Lotus. The, the Lotus did well. And the, yeah, because I'm sure well. it's going to be like hand-built, stuff like that. Like, I'm sure yeah, 100 Aston is reasonable. Are, Aston Martins are like all the, like, Ita- uh, I think Italian leather in the interior is hand-stitched on the cars. I actually sat in one once, and the woman let me push to start. Wow. Yeah. And it, like, it, <laughs> it, it roars. I mean, oh, it yeah. was like... I'm sure it's like a good feeling. Yeah, if you're sitting yeah. in it, be like, oh. you just go, nice. Yeah. I mean, I think I was wearing, like, a t-shirt and jeans. And I, like, I, you want to wear, like, a suit in a car like that. No, I want to have like, at least a moan of thick fabric in between me and this chair to feel you wanna, it. <laughs> I want to be in Tasmanian Devil... <laughs> um, uh, also, a big standout for me was the Harley Davidson Panamera. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Talk I mean... about busting up the uh... yeah, just... <laughs> New Year, New You, yeah, Harley, unbelievable. I, I mean... think it, I think it actually looked pretty good. I mean, I'm not the biggest adventure bike fan, but I thought that bike looked pretty cool. Yeah. If it was, um, when I get my stilts or my kiss boots, I would totally do a test hey, ride on it. There you go. Yeah. I'll give you 10 fingers and boost you up. Boost wow. you up onto wow. it. Wow. Thanks. That's a friend right there. <laughs> um, no, but and the thing that I like about about them doing an adventure bike is that when I talk to adventure bike riders, especially like uh, guys that are thinking about buying like the KTM, for example, uh-huh. they're like, oh, well, if I'm... If I'm riding across country, how many KTM dealerships are between oh, that's true. here and yeah. the coast? And if your adventure bike is a Harley bike, you're good. You know, oh, yeah, there's yeah, dealerships yeah, yeah. everywhere. You know, there's... You that know. makes... There's sometimes even more than one dealership yeah. in the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, they're, they're virtually everywhere. So if you want to ride from here to the Keys or from here to California... Then or you can get those little poker across chips. The, across, you know, the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Harley dealerships, they sell those little poker chips with the location on it. Oh, people collect them. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is perfect. This is great for them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I really mean it. Like, that's it. Like, uh, or uh, when we're trying to sell the Multistrada, for example, like, you know, how many Ducati dealerships are there in the heartland if you're trying to get through to, you <laughs> know, true. or Triumph dealerships for that yeah. matter. You know? So oh, it just, it just that's, makes, that's it, very true. it just makes sense. Um, I really, to be honest, that's a great I, perk. I never thought about that before to be mm. like, well, I'm going on a trip. How many of these dealerships are out there? It's like, well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so definitely, definitely well done, Harley. Uh, what did you think? Was there anything that stood out? I actually, another adventure bike, I thought the new V-Strom actually looked yeah. really good. Like in that yellow, I was like, What nice. is it? Is it a 1050? It's a 1050, a... I think. Yeah. It's a 10 something. 10 something, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a 1050. Somewhere between but, yeah. one and one. No, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I thought that looked cool. I mean, I was trying, like, I was online, I was going through, like, all the pictures people were posting. Yeah. And, like, this may sound dumb or, like, ignorant or stupid. A lot of the bikes looked the same. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to finally see what the Super Veloci MV Agusta Oh, yeah. I did like. see some MV Agustas. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention because I didn't see a naked chick on them. Right. But- <laughs> 
<laughs> it was nice <laughs> to finally see the bike underneath all the smut. You without know? a butt. Yeah, without a butt. <laughs> without a naked girl butt on it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, a lot of the bikes are really cool, but it's just like not kind of my thing and on my radar to be like paying attention to a lot of like sport bikes and like naked bikes yeah. and adventure bikes. I mean, it's fun looking through all like the new bikes yeah. that are going to be coming out. I think they have a Brutale 1000 coming out too, MV Agusta. Yeah. Um, I saw a bunch of MV Agusta like new yeah. pictures and yeah. news. And but I'm there's, like, a, yeah. there's a bike where it's like, God, like there's, yeah. there's one dealership between here and Florida, I think between Boston and Florida. So yeah. Um, talk about uh, cross country, but that's really like I don't know if that's a bike you're doing much cross country. No, on, no, and it? it's not. It's <laughs> not your like the MB Agusta. I I would caution people. The MB Agusta is not. It, if you're a one bike yeah. person, it's it shouldn't be your your only bike. Like MB Agusta yeah. is like your second bike um, because the it's such a small company and the parts oh. come from Italy that if you say you need a part at the beginning of the season you could lose your whole riding season oh, really? just waiting for a part to come from Italy interesting um, and that kind of makes I it I felt like that ordering things from eBay from it's Italy very, <laughs> it's like, you know it's a very obscure, ever see this. <laughs> you know it's a very obscure like rare motorcycle to own yeah. and that is cool but that you know there are certain things that come difficult with that yeah that, that make it yeah. a little bit more difficult um you know you, you'll probably be one of the few people to roll up on one you know but it, it'd be good to have a backup bike there just in case you have to wait for a part or something yeah. because you could you could find yourself waiting i for also never thought about that before yeah I guess when things just aren't like Boy, I'm just in your wheelhouse, you're like, well, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, next, uh, New York Times article that I've I read uh, this <laughs> that I read this morning. Uh, I was it was on my radar that Katy Perry had a song about a motorcycle because. Uh, Orlando Bloom rides a motorcycle, I think. I think that was on my, like, dumb list of celebrities that I pulled her, up. That's her, that's, is that her fiance? That's yeah. her fiance, I think. All right, yeah. So, yeah. Orlando Bloom rides a motorcycle and his fiance, Katy Perry, now. They're, I didn't know they were engaged, though. Uh, fiance, according to the New York Times. Um, oh, so apparently she has her license now. She oh, got really? her license for the video for the song, Harley's in Hawaii. Oh, this, this song? That's about all I can think of that. <laughs> instant classic. I mean, instant, instant I can, classic. I can look at the C, like the CDs in a jukebox now, because I assume. Yeah. Well, maybe it will get put on a record. Yeah. Well, I didn't know she. A, I didn't know she. I knew she was dating Orlando Bloom. I didn't know they were engaged, which is surprising because I love me some like celebrity gossip trash. Did you know that my twin brother and my college roommate used to call me Orlando Bloom? Because I could eat a whole blooming onion in one sitting. I one, one time I did one and a half. One time I was meeting Chris to go to the movies, and they <laughs> like people stopped. We we stopped at the Outback so people could drink beer, and Chris put the reservation name under Orlando, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow!" And then on a separate occasion, I witnessed Chris drink a cup of blooming onion sauce. And I was revolted. Like, 
I'm editing all this. No. The, the people need to know who I'm dealing you with. Were, I remember shooting that because it, it was on a dare. Someone dared me to, to shoot it, and I shot it, and I turned my head, and I just saw the look of utter contempt on your face. You were just like, you were appalled. I was appalled. Yeah. That was disgusting. <laughs> it was fantastic. But I, did, oh, so I think that's kind of cool that she got her license for the music yeah, video. Yeah, so, so she I'm got gonna... her license to do this music video. She owns a Harley now. Um, nice. That's but, good. So the title of this article is Katy Perry Drops a Gift in Harley Davidson's Lap. Harley's and Wiseman streamed and viewed millions of times uh, by a demographic the motorcycle maker has had a really hard time uh, reaching. That's... Like the younger... Yeah. This is from the article women, Mark Gardner. Younger women... Uh, within two weeks, it had been streamed 20 million times on Spotify. The accompanying music video, which features the pop stars, both a rider and a passenger, on Harleys, had been watched over 12 million times. Um, That's cool. Many brands now spend as much on product placement with social media influencing as they do on advertising. Uh, this is quoted from the article again. Miss Perry is a heavyweight on social media with over 100 million followers on Twitter and 80 million on Instagram. I wonder if they gave her a free Harley. Listen to, this. listen to this. All, good question. All Harley Davidson did in exchange for this enormous exposure to her fan base was provide motorcycles for the video. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's easy. They they probably just called up Eagle Rider and was like, "Yeah, uh, dispatch." I don't know. I bikes. don't know if it was Eagle Rider. Um, but I'm just saying they have so many bikes at disposal for just like promotional and renting that it's like it's not even like they have to give anyone anything. It's just like here, borrow these. According to Lau, according for this uh, this Harley Davidson spokesperson, we worked with our local dealer dealer on Kauai to get bikes for the music video, and that's really all we provided. Like That's nice. That's crazy. That's um, so awesome. I mean, I'm sh if they can even get one person to buy a motorcycle uh, because of this, yeah. that's a I win, think they're I gonna think. Get, I think they're going to get... They're uh, going to get at least four. Quite a bit. But I just imagine like... But I mean, they that, that exposure nothing. is yeah. just... And they didn't do anything for it. Uh, the article says it amounts to an incredible social media influencer campaign that the beleaguered motorcycle maker got virtually free. At this point, it's uh, quoting the article again. At this point, it's still impossible to say what the exposure to countless 13 to 21 year old women uh, will be worth to the 116 year old motorcycle maker. They gave it a shot. So, speaking with the leaders of three top agencies specializing in influencer marketing. If anything, I bet they'll uh, sell like. T-shirts and stuff. If anything, you know, um, I think it's uh, it could be bikes, win. but I mean, with these young, like they're just saying, like thirteen to twenty-one year olds, like a thirteen-year-old girl. Obviously, she can't go buy a Harley, but she may like ask for a Harley shirt for Christmas or something. Right. It's something. And this kind of goes down to like what I was saying before, like uh, a couple episodes ago. Like I don't think this is Katy Perry. Like the, the guy who wrote this article, like has the right. Uh, the, he has he has the right opinion about this. Yeah, is that this is awesome? Like, whereas I could see like a motorcyclist being like, "Well, Katy Perry's a sellout, and she's not like a real rider." Well, she's now she has a, a license and owns a yeah, motorcycle, so she what? is a real yeah, rider. she is a real rider, and this is awesome for the sport. This is awesome for the industry. This is awesome for any person who rides a bike. Like. So, like, we talked a little bit about exclusion yeah, before, I and I don't want to go down that rabbit yeah. hole again, but, like, anybody who thinks that this is shitty or that Katy Perry is appropriating our culture, 
fuck off. I mean, like, I'm not trying to hear that. I don't at think all. there's anything. I'm gonna stop wrong. it right there. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear that at all. I don't think there's anything wrong about this, and nothing wrong could come of it. Like, no, only good can come of this. Yeah, the um, more celebrities are shown, like making motorcycles seem cool. Yeah, and then, not like super dangerous and shitty. Or, yeah, or you know, off you know, or off putting. You know, like. It's a huge deal. And she's been, like, a cultural pioneer before. Like, Has with, she? Yeah. Well, that, that kissed a girl and I liked it. Do you remember that song? Mm, like, there was... Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> like, Sing it for me, Chris. I kissed a girl and I liked it. Do you remember that song? It sounds familiar now that... Where I the hear- fuck have you been... Um, but no, she... So, well, we won't go down there. But anyways, it was a big... Um, like, a lot of, like, religious right-wing fucking nutsacks were would were like protesting outside of her concerts because she had a song about kissing a girl oh, and it was like okay. so I just making it, yeah. strides in like that's, lgbt yeah, awareness and yeah. like you know what i mean there's um, nothing wrong with that that's positive yeah so she's like done this before she's like she's dragged stuff into the mainstream before and like made it not such a big deal before. Oh, well, so that's good. That's the point I'm trying to make. Okay. So, uh, Mark Gardner, in this article for the New York Times, interviewed uh, three marketing executives. Uh, for, <laughs> I had to read this so many times because the first woman, she goes, I'm quoting from the article, they're extremely lucky, said May Karwowski, the founder and chief executive of Obviously. And like, I read that as like sassy, like, yeah, yeah she's the chief executive of Obviously. Because they are extremely lucky. Um, anyways, her math, she said, if you look at just, quoting from the article, if you look just at how much Katie would make for paid placements on her social channel, she said, I think it would be upwards of $40 million. If that doesn't factor in the value of all the streams on Spotify or the 11,000 fan posts, hashtag Harleys in Hawaii. Uh, Mike Craddock, the chief of Kairos Media, he was a little more conservative. He said the product integration is worth in the low seven figures, in our opinion, across the board. That's still really high. That's, That's still, he's talking about low millions, like millions of dollars. So she yeah. said 40 million. This guy's saying definitely, as low you know, as probably single million. digit millions. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joe Gaglis, co-founder of Viral Nation, uh, which describes itself as a global influencer marketing agency, said a million plus. I mean, regardless... They didn't have to pay really anything for this exposure. Yeah, it's awesome. And they got exposure, so that's good. Um, But I do appreciate that in the picture of, like on YouTube, when I looked at the song, she is holding a full-faced helmet while she sits on the bike. Oh, well, that's an excellent... That's an excellent segue. I segue. Speaking of uh, of full-face helmets, uh, we are... In Boston, Massachusetts, uh, neighboring state. Actually, we're sandwiched by states that have uh, no helmet laws. That have that don't that have. Well, they have helmet laws, but it's like eighteen and under. They essentially have no. Oh helmet. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as yeah. an adult, you are not required by law to wear, to wear a, a helmet, helmet right. riding a motorcycle. Um, and this issue is coming up in New Hampshire. Uh, just recently, just like in the past recently, week. Recently, because I'm seeing. So the NHMROs, the New Hampshire Motorcycles rights motorcyclist rights organization and they're saying that there's a helmet bill that's been filed what does that mean like they're that like the been, state like, is tr- attempting that there's to a start. rep that there's a rep who's because the way legislation works is someone has to file a bill or someone has to introduce a bill 
and I can't find one. So there's no text available right so now. So that's how early stage did it? That's how early stage this is. So these okay. guys have already planned a rally at like a brewery and the sign for it says like a bill has been introduced, but I can't find any Nothing text. Nothing to show like how responsible like motorcycle riders fighting for their rights are as to let's rally at a place of alcohol. That's right. <laughs> well, so I found one thing. I found. I one don't really. Thing. And to be clear, like I have seen people post this on social media, but yeah, I haven't I have done. Too. I've done no research on it because, like most things, I don't care. Right. But <laughs> I went on. I went on. I um, have. I have seen the flyer that's been going around. Yeah. For, like, I searched like the New Hampshire out. legislature yeah. site. There's no bills on it. I found one thing. They have a on, mole. They this association has a mole. In I think that I someone has tipped them off. I don't know if that's true this or not. This is a spy movie. I found one thing on, on citizenscount.org that says Rep Skip Cleaver. <laughs> of course, like, his name is yeah. Skip. <laughs> yeah. Skip Cleaver has requested a bill for 2020 related to motorcycle helmet use. It's not clear what the details of he his He definitely wears are. those, like, loose, comfortable Columbia sports. Like outdoor oh, shirts. I disagree. I think Skip Cleaver has a mustache and, and an open Hawaiian shirt. No, it's definitely those like Columbia sportwear, like yeah. like waterproof ventilated. Outdoor, yeah, yeah vent has vents on the side yeah. of it, even though it's a button up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wears those shirts. My feelings about helmet laws are complicated. I agree. Mine are also minor. I mean, I have my opinion on it, but yeah. then I also have the I understand others' opinions. Yeah, right and too. I can't have an opinion about this bill because I haven't seen it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? We have helmet laws in Massachusetts. So um, we don't even have to think. Yeah, it's the, made up. The for NHMRO, us. Uh, you know, the chairperson released a statement. So many, like, letters in this episode. Already. We're going to be facing. <laughs> We're going to be facing a fight this year on a freedom and a right to choose on wearing a helmet or not. Make no mistake, this is not just a fight about helmets. It's a fight to keep the government away from taking a freedom and a right to choose. Uh, if we allow the government, this is where we get real fucking busy. If we allow the government to start systematically taking away our rights and the freedoms that we have, where will it end? Government was not, you know, and then she goes it's on about the, the government, fucking, lady. Yeah, and then she goes on about the fucking government for a while, and I'm not going to read all of it because I just, it just gets a little, uh, now, it gets a little convoluted. Um, I have, I do have opinions on this. So, like, I will start with the opinion of for others. Like, I respect people's thoughts and what they want to do in those states where you are not required by law to wear a helmet. Yeah. I know people, including like my dad, who we would, you'd be on your bike going over the border, pulls over, yeah. takes his helmet off. I've ridden with people who've done that. I know friend, I have family and friends. So I've seen this and so many people. And you know what? As adults in those states with those laws, they have the right to make that decision. Me, I would never do it. I am right. not riding a motorcycle without a helmet. Right. This is... Without a full face right. helmet, too. So here's the thing. Like, I you assume have to you put have similar feelings. Well, no, you yeah. have to put... First of all... Okay. So first of all, disclaimer, I rode this... This summer, I rode this year for the first time without a helmet up in Maine for maybe like a mile and a half. Because we were is going this, to get lunch. Oh, I was there. I saw you go by without a helmet yeah, on, and yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah. Like you can picture your mom, like a mom chasing a child out of the house, being right. like, "Don't you better come back here? Don't you dare go up the." Is that door. what you're doing behind me? I didn't look at my. Uh... Me holding a pool float around my body in my bathing suit. Being yeah, like, you can't run fast with one of those. Don't though. you dare go without your help. Chris uh, is already gone, but I was still panicked. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't. You know, there wasn't much of a huge difference. It wasn't that bad. And to be fair, to be you know, to be fully candid, like it was like two. Weeks after my dad had died, and I... Yeah, no, I was just, like... I was just in a place where I was just, like, oh, fuck it. Like, you know. Um, people and we were at low speeds for the whole mile and a half. And people um, can relate to that also. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. It's a freedom, but what you have to understand is that, like, your actions affect other people yes, as well. of course. Like, your health... Like, your health care... Like, like, states... Like, motorcycle crashes are more expensive in states that don't have helmets. Yeah. That don't have helmet that laws, makes rather. makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, just, it's just the case. Do you know what I mean? Also, this is something... I'm not going to get too deep into it, but yeah. two weeks ago, almost to the day, I got in a motorcycle accident, and this was at very low speeds. Like, 10 miles per hour, I was hit by a car. I was thrown from my bike. My bike went down. I went down. I walked away. I was extremely lucky. I bumped some bruises. I'm so lucky. I still can't believe. I look at my helmet after the accident. Do you know the only damage on my helmet was my visor on my face yeah. and my chin? Yeah. The, and I went down on my side. That is literally the only place my like yeah. head really hit the ground. No, the jury's was, out. The jury's out on it. My and face and my chin. Yeah. Now, if I wasn't wearing a shielded full face helmet, where would have the only place yeah, that I would have been? It would smashed you in your fucking face. Yeah. And like, there's, okay, it costs money. So it's not just, it's not just, oh, I, I'm going to choose to get my face fucking smashed off or I'm going to, you know, my brain's going to turn to mush and it's my choice. I looked on saferoads.org, like, seems legit. $8, $8 billion dollars. In economic harm could be prevented if all motorcyclists wore helmets in the United States. You, you mean know? it's not just the propaganda and the government trying it's to get us the... to buy helmets and no, they're not paying with the mean, helmet like, companies? You know what people <laughs> don't <laughs> Well like, what people don't understand is that like what you like we all pay into this healthcare system. Of course. I pay um, don't tell me how much you pay. I don't want to know what your premium is. It's so depressing. If I said how much I have to pay for my health care on a like yeah. constant basis, but this someone, is, will, but this is someone will cry out And like, this isn't the biggest drop in the bucket, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Like obesity, I looked this up, annual health care, health, just, just health care costs of obesity is $190 billion. So talking about like, so talking about like $8 billion in like preventative, like helmet, I would never go to like a fucking... I would never go to like a fucking rally about this, do you know what I mean? Because like I, I like I, I I just don't understand dying on this hill. Why aren't you wearing a fucking helmet? Seriously. Like, like I, the jury I, is fucking yeah. off about it. Motorcycle helmets reduce this is corner safe roads, reduce the risk of head injury by sixty-nine percent and reduce the risk of death by forty-two percent. Do you know yeah. what I mean? What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> like, well, it's crazy, like everyone. Ten times. There were ten times as many unhelmeted motorcyclist fatalities uh, in states without universal helmet laws as in states with universal helmet laws. When Upton, Upton Sinclair wrote The Jungle in 1906, okay? And I get, like, 
When Upton Sinclair wrote The Jungle, was anybody, was there a group of people saying, like, no, let rats shit and fuck on the meat? Like, who, what, what, I don't understand. Where, why would you not want to wear a helmet? I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, the wind in your hair? Where are snow lockers? I'm going to, like, say that I think people are so married to the idea of an image of, like, someone that they want to be on a motorcycle, and maybe that image involves no helmet. I mean, I suppose. If I had a full head of hair, maybe I'd feel differently about this. (laughs) Hey, as Um, someone that hair goes down, like, my hair is so long, it goes down to my lower back, sometimes my helmet might be the only thing to keep it from tangling. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, and there's also this myth that um, motorcycle helmets cause spinal injuries. That is not true. Um, you are tw- like the, there was a study that came out that said twice as many spinal injuries for people without helmets versus people with helmets. So it'll cut your, cut your risk of a spinal injury in half by wearing a helmet. There's, there's, there was this line of thinking that if, if this bulbous thing was on your head and you landed on it, it would actually snap your neck. Helmet technology, um, has advanced a lot in, in the past billion in the years past, uh, since they were invented. And that, that myth has been completely debunked. That does not happen. I'm just saying that like, I am proof that yeah. in an accident, like a helmet truly saved me from like serious, serious yeah. Injury. And what I don't understand is there's no lobby here because there's like a tobacco lobby. It's like Americans are killing themselves smoking cigarettes. And there's a tobacco lobby that's saying like, no, 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 we're going to keep letting them do it. Soda, like I just mentioned the obesity obesity statistic. Soda is killing Americans. Soda it's like, yeah, has it's like been drinking. giving me such a headache lately and I only drink one like once every three weeks. And yeah, it's, it's and poison. Already, it's taking it away from me and I'm so sad because it like it tastes so good. <laughs> But no, it's I haven't drank such soda. I haven't drank soda in years. It's it. There is no redeeming nutritional value. It doesn't. Well, I didn't say it was fucking There's nutritional. No <laughs> um, I'm not talking about. It's a vitamin dense, like nutrient you know, dense. But there's it's a there's a but there's soda. a but there's a beverage lobby. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. like there's no lobby for having your brains turn into mashed potatoes because it bounced off the fucking curb. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't. I I just. I don't know. I, I I understand people wanting to have the choice, but I and I think that I honestly at the end I think people should be able to choose whether or not they they could wear a helmet, I suppose. But I just can't understand the choice. The world is too <laughs> the world is too scary to not wear a helmet out in it. Like, yeah. I mean <laughs> half the time you want one in your car. You yeah. Know? Um but I wanted to circle back around. We did a dating episode a while ago. Oh, yeah. Um, where I we remember. talked about um, riding with passengers. Yeah. Um, just this week, a woman's family is suing husband's estate after both die in motorcycle crash. Wow. So Raymond and Carrie Stallings, this is in South Carolina. The husband was 36. The wife was 28. Uh, they were on a motorcycle that a trooper with the South Carolina Highway Patrol tried to stop for speeding. So they were speeding... And these guys took off. Okay. Excuse me, I shouldn't say these guys. The husband took off. Yeah. She is a passenger on his motorcycle, and yeah. he was speeding. They tried to pull him they over. Tried to, they tried to evade. Okay. Uh, and they both died. Okay. And now her family is mm-hmm. suing his estate. Yeah. Assuming he has any money. Yeah. I mean, this is South Carolina, so maybe he's got a collection of Beanie Babies or something <laughs> that they're going to... We, want, we demand that Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna liquidate the truck and the boat up on blocks in his yard. Um, 
But this is what, you know, this is just to touch back on what we were saying, like, you know, several episodes ago, is that, like, there's no way to prove that the, the, your, the passenger on your bike tapped you on the shoulder and gave you a thumbs up to go faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, or said, take off, you know, did you know they, what I mean? Did they have a Senna? I the, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, lose them, babe. <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's get. Hey, let's get out of here. You know what? Uh, that's awful that they both died. No, I, I mean, mean it's a it's just a tragedy. Pull over. But like these like, two were married, so yeah. like imagine like you just have like a date on the back of your bike. Like this woman's family is suing her, her husband. husband. Yeah, her dead husband essentially. Um, estate. So their son-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, he's dead too, but like, they're like, what if these two have kids? Yeah. Like, now the kids are going to be embroiled Embro- yeah. embroiled in this. Like, like so if the kids shit. had any life insurance or something like that coming to them, they have to have, they have to now pay out the wife's family or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. So yeah. I'm, I'm not, not a lawyer. I'm not married. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and you don't ride with passengers, so... And I don't ride with a passenger. Let's say Ken was on the back of that bike, and you decided okay, to take Okay, we're not off talking from... about a post-apocalyptic situation. <laughs> but I'm... Um, but it's... But I just wanted to... I wanted to make sure yeah. that um, that people who are listening, you know, who ride with passengers, like, just kind of like how we kind of put it out there before, like, don't speed with passengers. Don't take chances with passengers. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's not... It's not consent, do you know what I mean? Like, no, nobody will ever be able to prove that sh- that your passenger was like, yep, I want you to go faster. Like, yeah. I want you to run from those cops or anything like that. Or I want you to blast down the highway at, a, at 100 and something miles an hour. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm, sure, like, I'm, I'm sure there are actually a lot of people that would enjoy that and think it's, quote unquote, cool, man. Yeah. But no, I oh, absolutely. I'm sure there's a bunch of, I'm sure there's a bunch of idiots hopping on, on the back of your bike being like, go, I want to go fast. But I do you mean, know what I mean? But you have a moral yes. obligation not to do yes, so. Yes, that's what you I'm, know? that's what I'm also saying. Yeah. yeah. They, you as, whether you're driving a car, riding a motorcycle, like you're the operator and owner of that vehicle. Yeah. And, and the consequences. Operator yeah, and owner of the consequences. Exactly. Like, you are responsible for all the dumb shit that happens. Yeah. And I just thought that was, you know, I was, I was, I was like, oh, that's like crazy. a husband and a wife died. It's like, no, yeah. like the wife's family is going after the that, going after That's the crazy. Um, I also, you know what? Chris is going to be so judgy right now, but I am a true trash TV warrior and mm-hmm. I love trash TV. It is like my You're life. right. It is my life's blood. You're right. Everything you said is right. I am and being judgy. So... I'm going to mention this, and I'll be so mad if Chris cuts it out, that I was watching my favorite show, Love mm-hmm. After Lockup. So, on the most recent episode, there is a woman, Angela. Yeah. She is not the, you know, the person who is locked up. She is on the outside. She's, she's actually, free. The best part is, is that she's like a therapist of sorts, which, and mm. she smokes cigarettes indoors, which is like, <laughs> <laughs> she is a true gem. Love it. She, which I did not know until this episode, rides a Harley. Rides a Harley, okay. And she was outside working on her bike in her tall boots, jean shorts. And having an argument with the guy. Having an argument with Tony on the phone. Tony baloney. And then the greatest thing ever, there is a scene. She gets off the phone with him. Just rides away. Rides off into she the She has sunset. like a silver sportster. 
She is wearing jean shorts, no helmet, hair yeah. flowing, just riding off into the sunset on her fucking Harley. And I'm just like, this is everything I've ever needed in life. <laughs> like, my, sh- my fucking show. <laughs> and she's riding. Are you riding jean shorts next year? No. no. But she is on her Harley. Yeah. My TV. I was just so happy. I was so excited yeah. that I just, I'm going to have to. Take a video of her riding away on this Harley and post it yeah, on Yeah, we'll Instagram. get it on Instagram. I'll get it up there. It is oh, fuck. Dates. We forgot to do dates. We have a date coming up. Oh. Uh, Newsflash. Newsflash. Uh, motorcycle Scoop is partnering with Triumph America. And that's, the, that's the brand of the motorcycles that we ride. That we ride. Uh, and we are going to be part of the Best of British Tour on uh, Boston, Massachusetts on uh, November 16th. Lynn and I will be there. It's technically Brookline, Massachusetts, but that's just technicality. We'll be there at the Lars Anderson Museum. You may Uh, have heard of it. Go on the Triumph website to RSVP. It's free. Uh, We're going to be there. Our friends are going to be there. There's going to be a lot of cool vendors, food. Uh, Our friend is uh, providing beer, or selling beer, I should say. Our friend's doing That's a, not free, unlike the show. No. Uh, <laughs> our friend is, uh, is going to, uh, whose uh, beer company, Backlash, is going to be there. Um, it's a really great uh, tour. So if anyone, uh, any listeners from the Boston area, please. Uh, in the greater New England area. Yeah, in the greater New I England think area. this is the only stop better. in New England. This is the only New England stop. So if we have uh, some New England listeners, please come hang out with us. Come up and say hi. Um, and uh, we're going to have a great night on November 16th. Yep, I'm, I'm going to get my nails done for it. Well, you guys all better come up for that. I might get mine done, too. Want to do mine? You can come with me. I, think I, I, get, the, f- I get the dip powder. Uh, that's, all, that's, that's what I want. That's what it's I want. very resilient. Uh, okay, we did dates. Ice cream time. Okay. All my right. Wait, is that an important document? My notes? Oh, those are your notes? Okay, okay then no. <laughs> These right. are not important documents. Lynn's using her really important show notes to uh, conceal the ice cream from me. I feel like this, how it appears on top, won't be good, but it, it appears that it might... Oh, it is kind of hard. Yeah. It's, it, it seems like treasures are held maybe within. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people have thought about me, and they've never been right. You should take a picture of okay. it because it's kind of bland looking, but it's bland looking. Is there's it bland tasting? There's definitely some maple in there. Interesting. And it looks like there's some stuff swimming around. Yeah. In there, I can't tell if it's like a like a like a like a. I know it's not a nut because it can't be because you're yeah. allergic. Yeah. But it looks like a fruit almost. A fruit. Yeah. It's mm. definitely mapley. It does taste mapley. If there's anything else in there, it's being eclipsed by the maple. Like I can't tell if there's any other. Any other flavor, I can't tell what the stuff's swimming around in it. All I'm getting is maple. Very strong. The worst thing is that this is not a maple ice cream. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. But it t- that's all I can taste. It maple. does taste like maple. And maple is a think, flavor bully, too. And I think once I say the flavor, maybe it will make more sense. Maple is like the Mike Tyson of flavor. Oh. It's like citrus. It's like you put a little bit of citrus on anything and it just... It just uh... But this is, this is, this is very strong. This is something, a type of ice cream that people have actually been asking us to do. Really? This is our first vegan flavor. Ooh, this is vegan. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't taste vegan. Now. Well, what does that mean? 
Dude, well, the thing is, it has no dairy in it. Ah. So. Yeah, but I don't know what that would taste like. Now, I've had a lot of vegan desserts in my life, but I haven't had, like, a milk-substituted ice cream with a different type of milk. Yeah. It's really hard. Is it soy or almond? It's neither. So hmm. I have, it's hard for me to try a lot of vegan things because I have a nut allergy. So I can't right. have like almond. I can't have like the cashew milk. Everything yeah. is like substituted lately, but this is actually oat milk. Oh. So this is so delicious is the brand. And it's an oat milk ice cream. It's a caramel apple crumble. I figured since it's kind of before fall ends, hmm. I wanted to do like more of a fall flavor ice cream. And... I do get those flavors, but it's not, it does taste maple-y. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Well, I think that's because the apple. It is like have an apple quality to it. it and really it does, does have like that crumble flavor almost. And maybe that's weird, like a brown sugar. So yeah, it does say. But if they, if they call this a maple ice cream, I feel like it wouldn't be so much of a mystery. The description is, and it's going to be kind of douchey as I say this. <laughs> Let's well, get, wait, I was right about the fruit in it, though. Yeah, there's apple. So it says, let's get ready to crumble, exclamation point. Oh, you know <laughs> I appreciate that. And it says, apple, cinnamon, and brown sugar combine with a caramel swirl in a creamy oat milk frozen dessert. Your taste buds will live apple-y ever after. Oh, well done. So delicious. Now, I've been actually wanting to try this flavor for a while because... It's oat milk, so I'm able to eat it. And yeah. we have some listeners who are vegan and have asked to us to do a vegan ice cream before. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had this one in mind for a while, but I wanted to wait until the fall season to try it. Oh, because of the Because it's kind of like a fall flavor. It is, yeah. It's very seasonal. And I was like, you know what? It is time that we finally did this. And I, do, I don't think it's bad at all. I got to say, texture-wise... You know, there's like a bit in here if you want to try that. I think that's I like had a the bit crumble. of that. Yeah, I had a bit of that. I had a bit of the crumble. I gotta say, like texture-wise, like you can't tell that it's not, not at all dairy. Exactly, um, you can't tell at all. You know, I, I I obviously felt the. You know, I thought it was maple, and then and you know I don't like fruit and ice cream. I know. As a general rule, having said that, because it's vegan and you know I can really appreciate that. I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say three. I think I'm gonna also say three. Well, no. If you said if you said that was ice cream, I would say three. If you said this is like a non-dairy ice cream yeah. alternative, I would say like three point five because yeah. I think it's really good as far as far as something that isn't dairy goes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just trying to be a substitute for something. Yeah. I think if someone is trying to. Well, I think I want to give it that extra. I want to give it that extra because I really appreciate this. Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? Um, but taste wise, I just I don't love apple. Yeah. Uh, but, like, as far as uh, texture goes and scoopability um, and just just the way... Uh, it like, has the exact same texture as regular yeah. ice cream. I had no idea that was vegan. So, yeah. so I really appreciate it for that. But I got to give it three spoons. I also give it three spoons because I think I would like the base of the ice cream to have more flavor. It has kind of just, like, a very... It's not vanilla, but it does, like, the... Kind of like caramelly flavor of the ice cream doesn't come like it's yeah. not enough of anything for me. If this was like if this was like something like real busy like with just a bunch of chocolate in it and like 
uh, chocolate chips yeah. flying this way and fudge yeah. chunks going that way and and uh, and coconut or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, then then you could, yeah, but you could see they're on the right track, you know? Yeah, they have other, the other flavor that they have is peanut butter and jelly, so I couldn't eat that. Oh, yeah. So by default, we were having this one. Yeah. But it was the... I love caramel apple as a flavor, so I really have wanted to try it yeah. for a few months now. And I'm not getting a lot of caramel out of it. I agree, and that's why I yeah. want more. Yeah. The caramel isn't enough at yeah. all. And we've had ice creams where like it's been a lot of a lot of drizzle throughout, you know. Like, like I almost of, want you of... to take a picture of us now that we've like we're really into it. And there's n not a lot of, not a lot like, of mixins of no. sorts. Like, there's not a lot of caramel, not no. a lot Don't of apple. Don't skimp on the ingredients, guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. get it in there. And, you know, I hate, half the time, I hate when shit's super busy, but something I think like a this, caramel this, apple, it's this like, could use it's in the name, more. guys. Like, you have, yeah, you need more caramel, you need more the apple. The crumble is, like, the crumble is small circles of the crumble yeah. throughout the ice cream. And I think it would almost be better if it was like a crumble swirl, like mixed throughout it, like yeah. a ribbon almost of like Ooh, a granola situation yeah. or it's a just, ribbon. it's just not enough crumble of ribbon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just not enough apple, not enough caramel and not enough crumble. Right. I taste like right. the cinnamon brown sugar that I yeah. can taste, yeah. but it's, but overall I'll give it three spoons cause it's pretty, it's still pretty tasty. I also give it three spoons because it tastes it tastes good. Yeah, it just doesn't have enough of the things I like in the title of it. You right, know, like right, the name. Right. It's like caramel apple crumble. So it's called so delicious, right? So delicious is the brand. They make lots of. All right. They make lots of items because they make, you know, yogurt, ice cream. Like right, right. They make a bunch of stuff. Look, so delicious. You're on the right track. Don't screw it up. Okay. Get, yeah. get some ribbons of crumble in there. If you're going to do a flavor, get, just be all in, all yeah. or nothing. Okay, guys? I also want there to be more oat milk items because I, I can do rice milk. I can do oat milk. Yeah. I want there to be more of that available. Like okay. I know oat milk is becoming more popular yeah, it's getting there. lately, and I want it to take over almond and, and cashew in popularity. Because that means I can benefit from it, and okay. I am a selfish, selfish human. You want it to be the the Harley Davidson Sportster of, of milks? Yes, I would love that. All I right. would love oat milk to be the milk substitute in everything that people make shit out of. Yeah. I'm fucking annoyed with your <laughs> almond milk. Fuck you want it, off. You want it to be the motorcycle scoop of alternative milks? I think so. Eight, eight people drink it? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's what we're going for. Yeah, no, it is, it is, it is, it is. That's what we want it to be. That's what we want it to be. Okay. Um, well, well, we're going to we're gonna post a picture of it. Yeah. We, I've heard you that you want a vegan option. And a vegan option yeah. you shall have. Unfortunately, I'm really limited of what I can choose that isn't a sorbet. So I hope this is a good <laughs> compromise for people that wanted to hear something from us that wasn't a sorbet. No way, sorbet. Okay. <laughs> right. right. Uh, again, we're doing the Triumph thing on November 16th uh, in Come Boston, in. Massachusetts. Go on triumphmotorcycles.com uh, and register and hang out with us. Register for the Best of British Tour. We will be there. We'll see you guys soon, okay? Bye. Bye.